Yes, it's Friday. It's Friday. Welcome to the Black Life Show. Hello, everybody. What's up? Hello, hello, hello. Some all the good stuff. Yeah, that was such a cool song. I mean, South African music is really going to the next level, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Dope. K Solo, is it? K Lo. K Lo. K Lo. Nothing Dope. better. Right. We've got a very cool international guest in our midst today. International hey. Pantsula. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hello. Hello, hello, everybody. Yeah, we've got. Um, how, how do we start this? Let's yeah, we yeah. we got to do it right. Yeah, we can't just, right. We can't just jump right. in. Yeah, let's do it right. Let's do it in right. In fact, let's give him a South African greeting. Salbona. <laughs> You're supposed to Salbon. say Gunja. Let's try it again. Salbona. Gunja. Hey, hey, hey. 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 Oh, cool. These, cool. these these other white people out here. <laughs> This dude comes from the States, so yeah. you got, it right. got you. it right the first time around. Shame on you. What's wrong with you? Welcome to Cliff Central. It's Friday. Um, Boch, I'm going to allow you to introduce our guest today. Because I'm like, I'm like in, yeah. like, yeah. I'm in heaven right yeah. now, you know, so, so I might do well, it. Well, obviously, starstruck, yo. Yeah. yeah. Starstruck. <laughs> I had a lot of words. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got Jeff Carvalho in the house, and welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much Stop for being here. By the way, this sure. is my first time to South Africa. Whoa. Whoa! Big things. Absolutely amazing country. Big yep. things, big yep. things. So, How you long have you been? How, when, when did you get here? So we arrived uh, two. No, we arrived yesterday morning. Okay. After a long haul from uh, New York City. Oh wow! And uh, we got right to it. Right to it. Yeah. So it's been amazing. Busy, busy, busy two days, huh? Yeah, it's been great. I'm. I couldn't be more excited. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely pumped up. Cool. Cool. Maybe uh, Jeff could just tell us um, just a, just a little bit about your just very quickly about yourself and uh, what brings you to uh, to South Africa. Yeah, sunny so South Africa. Sure. So I'm uh, I'm a partner in a website called High Snobidi, and we whoop talk whoop. we talk a lot about <laughs> fashion, street culture, cool uh, the lifestyle, and I'm here as a guest yep. to uh, to speak tonight. Okay. At a uh, pretty amazing event that's happening. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of the event? So it's uh, it's called Street Cred. Okay. And I'm here with a, a few other guests. Uh, right. Yeah. But you know, a lot of a lot of me being here too is to learn from what's happening in the culture down here as well. So yeah, man. for sure, for sure. There's that's a lot cool. of sharing. That's nice gonna be happening. one. Nice one. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Absolutely. Man. Thank you. Yeah. 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 What uh, struck you? What's the one? What's the one or two things that have struck you about this country that you weren't expecting or was basically re- reaffirmed? Yeah, I think a lot. It was so, first of all, I feel like I'm almost at the bottom of the world in some regards. You know, yeah. we're so far away from from New York, and this is a part of the world that you just you hear a lot about. But once mm. you arrive here, you realize that, quite frankly, it's not that different than what's happening in New York. You okay. know, I feel like the people that I've met are just as excited about what's happening with youth culture mm. um, and making change, and definitely getting uh, the word out. So I think that's. To me, that's quite frankly been the most uh, eye-opening thing. It's, we're all, it's very much just like New York in that sense. You know, clearly there's things that are different, um, but the pace and the hype has, has been pretty amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Any, Go ahead. Any, any, any funny things that you picked up, anything that you saw that, that sort of like jarred you? Um, I don't know. It's just like, well, okay. I mean, different. funny things like we went and did a bit of a tour yesterday, a bit outside of okay. uh, Joburg, driving around. We went to... Um, 
Soweto. We pass through, and I think of the, the the markers that the guys are calling taxis with with the fingers. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. interesting. <laughs> sort of learning that. Yeah. So if I ever get lost, I, I guess I know yeah, now just, how to get yeah, back yeah, to the city central. Yeah. From anywhere, you can be anywhere in Gauteng, and you do this, and you're going to the same place, all of you. Yeah, yeah. No, that that that's been pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think. In general, even the area that we're, we're staying in, um, I love like the, the explosion of like little shops that are opening up. Yeah, you know, I think to me that's the that's the connection and the feeling that reminds me of you know okay. what's been happening in New York for some time. And you're in the Maboning area. I think, I think so. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Jeff, now tell us about selectism, uh, high snobiety, because. You know, if I start, I won't stop. The whole okay. show right. will be on that. You know. Yeah. So we have, we also have a print magazine as well that okay. we brought a few copies down, and we'll be oh, certainly lovely. shipping a lot more. Um, so selectism was a branch off of high snobiety, where we were trying to talk more to maybe a guy like our age, a guy that's kind of grown up a little bit, and he's looking for something that goes a little bit beyond maybe the average, you know. The T-shirt, or what I like to call sometimes as disposable clothing—you know, something that you can pick up, and then when it wears out, it gets tossed. You know, something that's looking for a little bit more quality. So the difference between the two sites really are that it's high snobiety covers a lot of what's happening now, very much in trend, what's happening, you know, within the game. Selectism's for the guy that's looking for something that's, you know, a little bit higher end, something that's going to be in their closet a little longer. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably the easiest way. I'd love to know how you guys perceive it, though. Yeah. Uh, can I start? Yeah, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. We can see. I'm waiting. You're going to you're gonna slap somebody if you you're don't allowed. get to get, get your talk. So. I mean, the way you present street culture and the way you present like style, like Nike, Reebok, all these yeah. brands, up and coming brands. I mean, for me, it's it's quite refreshing because we've never had that. You know, we've never made street look cool. Okay. Well, at least in Africa, you know, um, or in South Africa, in fact. So, so the way you present and and the guys you feature, I mean, you can get a no-name guy, model, not no model per se, you know. Hey, these are the new sneakers from Essex or so and so. Sure. That's all we follow, you know. And, and but my question is, how do you make money off that? How do you make money? Oh wow. Well, you know, for. For a long time, I don't think we did make money. I think it was like a, a pet project like anything else that right. we did our best to kind of just push. And, you know, it wasn't a full-time gig for some time. But, you know, I th- the, the, the way that we make money today really comes down to advertising. It's very much ad-supported. When okay. you come on the page, you may see a, an advertisement from, you know, could be a sneaker, could be a sneaker brand. Yeah. Um, clothing. You know, it could be clothing. That's Quite frankly, that's how we make money. We're never going to be in a position where we're going to charge our readers. Right, right, right. That's not, actually, that's not the game we want. So yeah. we do a little bit of positioning as well. Sometimes you'll see that we'll, you know, we'll do content with uh, a brand where maybe we do the video production for them. Okay. Uh, but that's, the, that's, that's really how, at the end of the day, that's how we make money. Yeah. And now you're based out of the UK? No, actually, our biggest office is actually in Berlin. In Berlin. Yeah, so Snobiety was started in Geneva in 2005. Get actually, out of here. Yeah, Geneva of all places. And it's celebrating 10 years next year. And uh, Selectism came out of that somewhere around like 2007. Sure. But the majority of our business right now is run out of Berlin and uh, the office in New York. We have editors in London, of course, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm blown away. Yeah, I, I mean... I've got a, oh, you got notes. I've got a ton of stuff to pick this dude's brain about. <laughs> Please go ahead. Okay, so like um because he touched on it a little, but I wanna know what 
aesthetically has stood out to you. I mean, I know you've only been here a short time and we're going to go to street cred later and then you're going to see aesthetic. You're going to be aesthetic out. Yeah. <laughs> but so far, like, what do you think? What do you, what do you think of, of the aesthetic and like the general style and stuff like that? Because like every, every city's got its thing. Like New York has got like a grunge thing. Paris has got like that Paris, yeah. that cafe look and like Asia is quite avant garde, like exaggerated. Um, sure. Pieces and stuff like that So what what do you think is the The, well, actually, the vibe was, of, of Josie I was talking to uh, I was talking to my friend Hardy And my girlfriend earlier about uh, The bucket cap scene here is in, very impressive You know the <laughs> average guy walking down the street With a bucket cap yeah. <laughs> I, Quite frankly I'm obsessed with it I, I think it's amazing I'd There's a name for it here It's called Esporti Sport. What is it? Esporti Sporti Yeah and I don't, you know, I don't know what the perception of it is locally, but I, I, there's a story to be told there because the stuff I've been seeing has just been fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, the average guy in the street, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think the style actually is really, again, just really not that different than what I'm seeing in New York. You know, um, the individuality of everyone's style is really interesting as well. Sneaker culture is clearly something that, you know, is here. And that's really cool to see. Do you think it's here? Because th- there was a guy who was here like, like a month ago or something, Woody. He's like a Woody from Sneaker Freaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the 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 word I got the, through the grapevine was that he wasn't that impressed with our sneaker culture. Oh, really? Really? Okay, he's Australian, so I can't really speak. <laughs> <to him. laughs> but, no, I love Woody. I've known him for long. In fact, actually, the first story I ever wrote around sneaker culture was for Sneaker Freaker number two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And I kind of yeah, that's actually I kind of give him a little bit of love. I give him a lot of love for. For publishing me at that time, that was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't know. Maybe Woody's, maybe Woody's view is very different than mine. But yeah. um, and the little I have seen, yeah, it's been interesting to see. But honestly, those bucket hats are pretty amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I've got so many questions. Go, busy, go. Know. I don't even know where to well, start. I'll, I'll yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. So, so I know you love your music, right? Yeah. What's your influence from a music perspective? Um. You know, for me, what's interesting, what tips me off on music is a beat. You know, I came out of the dance music circuit okay. uh, in the late 90s. I okay. actually had a an internet radio station back in 1998 before people had broadband, before really anybody was listening. And we were doing that out of Boston for some time. And, you know, it, for me, it's it's just a beat that pops off and kind of sucks me in. Um, looking specifically at what's going on in South Africa, you know, about two years ago, I really got obsessed with... The sound of Shangan, mm. which okay. is uh, I think that's it's. it's oh, like you, a listen, song you listen to Nozinja like like um, Shangan Electro? Yeah, I mean, the Fuck honest, honest John out of London turned me on to that. Yeah, I think Mark Nestis is the guy there. And I remember the first time I heard uh, the female vocal against it, and just kind of this rhythmic pattern. I just got completely obsessed with it. Yeah. And from there, it just becomes it kind of just starts wormholing me into more music. So mm. I've been able to s- discover a lot. Um, you know, through that alley, and look. Recently, I started listening to some stuff out of Mali called Banali, I think, which is some electronic. Banalia. It's electronic, almost trance. It's kind of, uh, yeah. it's really out there stuff, super yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, but in general, I, you know, quite frankly, I listen to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevie Wonder actually played in New York City last night, which is probably the only regret I may have about coming being to here. South Africa. But <laughs> you know, Stevie Wonder has been an incredible influence to me. Uh, over years And I just kept Digging deeper Into his music But quite frankly I, I don't even know Where to start With the music I love You know yeah. I, As a young kid I came out of Like the punk The punk scene That was happening in On the east coast Of the United States Okay And that You know That just opened The door To a lot of things So okay. um, I'm, I'm actually Quite happy that 
the older I get, I still get very excited by new music, by new music rather yeah. than just sitting back and you know yeah. sticking to what I've what I've been listening to. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love for you guys to turn me on to new music that's happening down here as yeah, well. For sure, yeah, for sure, so, for sure. so we're going to play. Have you ever heard of Kwaito? I haven't. You haven't? Kwaito. Kwaito. Is okay. it's local? It's local. Okay. Uh, it's proudly South African. Okay. T- tell Please. us what you think of this. So that's quite first, right? yeah. first impressions. TKZ first impressions. The the beat is there. It drives you a bit. Yeah. Okay. I love it. The okay. the vocals are quite interesting too because it's a it's a it's a bit more subdued there. I'm curious to know what the story behind it is. Most of most of Kwaito is like is call and and response. Okay. So it's like one rata agietsa so and then liso liso. So it's like it's the most most of the time it's trying to create some interactivity between the person who's performing okay, got it. and the and the audience and the audience most of the time yeah but like the the lyrics they vary sometimes they, they can be cool like a party scene again there's like very ratchet quite those songs okay that, who's like, gonna make me a mixtape uh i think duncan okay duncan, duncan please do but then uh so we moved kind of a couple of 10 years back okay <laughs> all so right now we're going 10 years ahead all right so this is what's on the street right now okay Okay, so that's our hip hop mixed with kind of quiet. Yeah, so okay. it's, kind of, it's kind of morphed. Yeah. It's kind of. There's a name for it. Okay. Uh, Skanda. 
Skanda. Skanda. Skanda rap. That's what they call it. Skanda rap. Skanda rap. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, maskande. Like maskande music. I'm not sure where they, they got the name from, but uh, that's what the cash time. That whole clique. They calling. Mm. The, they calling this rap style Skanda because of the fusion of like. Quieto is very like rhythmically, it's, it's very quieto, oh, and that hanging bass that yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like mad quieto, but then obviously, like with the with the hip hop flows, sure, yeah. So, I mean, if this hasn't if this hasn't reached New York yet, we got to bring it immediately. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, let's sound, just sign cash time in New York, baby. I mean, <laughs> what the sound is super modern. I mean, that's what the kids are listening to, yeah. really, you know? yeah. absolutely. I mean, hmm. that stuff flows as well as what's happening in New York for sure, okay. or in the United States in total. So, now we're gonna take you across border. All right, where are okay. we going? Okay, just just tell us what you you into. Okay. okay. Officially in Africa now. Yeah. What do you guys say? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's there's a few more left, but okay. I, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can we go? Can, can, okay. I love this education. I love it. We on? Bring that fuzz. We not on? Okay, that's not part of the song. Can I just say? <laughs> no, that? it's you not. Know, just now, this artist comes in here, and says, "Hey, Cliff Central." Huh? Oh, keep it moving. Keep it yeah, moving. We just, we, cool. just, we just. So, so far. I, I need. I, please keep going with this. We could do this all day. I yeah, love it. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, what's amazing is that it really is just. You know, it, it has. What I hear now is a local influence. Okay. But it sounds very much what's happening everywhere else, which is dope too. Okay. So, so are we taking these guys 
over to your side of town. I'd huh? love to. I would love huh? to. Street cred in New York, baby. Please. Huh? Berlin, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Dope. Oh, and Dope. he's in studio now. Can I can I introduce him? Yeah, please. Oh, sitting next to me, uh, a man that I met in Berlin. Actually, I, I think I ran. I think we ran into each other on ASAP show. Yeah. In Berlin. It was like oh. Yeah. And Cruel man. He rolled up with like four other dudes. Oh, he has an entourage he like did. that. He oh, lot. he rolls with an entourage <laughs> like that. And, huh? uh, Don't hate me because I'm pretty. Huh? He came over and he goes, My name is Hardy Mack. I'm from South Africa. Okay. And I need you to come down there. Okay. And I was like, All right. All right. <laughs> Hardy Mack, everybody. He's How there. would you not? Woohoo. I mean, look where I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Africa. Welcome to Welcome, Hardy. Yeah, Thank welcome, you very Hardy. much. Fellas, once again, back on your show. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you just always seem We're to bum our show. Huh? Two, weeks, two weeks ago, huh? Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So what's I've happening? Been, I've been yeah, on the show. Been I, feel on like, the show huh? I feel like I'm about President. to just, just put me officially there on the flyer <laughs> there. I'm coming. No, easy yeah. tiger. So where we're at? Where we're easy at tiger. Future, no? Well, where we're at right now is that it's T-minus a couple of hours to... The talks that are happening this afternoon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which Jeff is a part of, and then later on this evening is the official opening party. Yeah. Wait, so wait, wait. Which Jeff is a part of? Well, Jeff's a part of the talks. You okay. Know? okay. Jeff speaking, New okay. Creators Lab. Okay. And he'll be talking about what he does. <coughs> Jeff, wait, wait, wait. He's not following protocol, so we've got protocol in this country. Okay. 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 Whenever you order. speak to co- uh, comrades. Comrades in, in English okay. But it's comrades So now comrades. I'm taking you to the ghetto right? Leadership please He must observe all protocol I'm Yeah Hadi Hadi <laughs> let's, let's try this again Let's okay. go again Let's go Let's, let's go. go again Okay So Jeff is speaking Later on Yeah So Jeff speaking <coughs> Jeff Cabalio Right next to me <coughs> Protocol <Okay>. observed <coughs> Here we go <laughs> Wait Jeff is the only person Sitting in this room Yeah That's speaking Yeah He's one of many speakers. <coughs> yes. Get this man out of our show, please. <laughs> Get him out of here. Okay. Get him Look, okay. out of our show. So this talks are going to feature BC is speaking. Oh, oh, oh. I mean. Okay. You are welcome That's in cool. our studio. That's what this was about. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, I was. You know, I was letting you guys wait. Yes. Welcome. You know, but yeah. So amongst the speakers featured today is. Mr. Monwa BC here. Protocol observed. From Black Magazine. Black Life, baby. Yeah, the black living the black life, talking about it. As well as um, Jeff Cavalli is right next to me. The Honorable. Oh, honorable member. Honorable member. Honorable member Cavalli. And then there's um, Emma Strensom, who was on the show yesterday from Stockholm School of Economics. There's Edson Sabayo, founder of Pata. Oh, the, great, the Great Pata. The yeah. Great Pata, one of the top, yeah. I'd say, five streetwear labels on the Do planet. You know he was the first guy I interviewed in this business. Hmm. Oh, for real? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah we, we, I was doing a podcast back in 2005. That's, that's a long time ago now. And Shit. I flew up to Amsterdam because I wanted to interview those guys. Yeah. And... I'm wait, really happy wait, that Jeff, here. can we get some of these podcasts? Because I think, you know, we I feel like we're a hundred years back and you've seen something and we're only starting to live what you've seen, like five, what you were doing. In fact, not even seeing, Podca- doing. Podcasting like, has come a long way. It's pretty incredible here. I mean, is it, it's pretty popular down here as well? It's not, not that much. Well, it's big now. I mean, I mean, we get about a million downloads. That's a lot of downloads. Yeah. That's a lot. We were happy getting... 10,000, 10, 5,000 downloads. Yeah, Cliff Central, baby. 
That's cool. how we roll. So you say so Edson's coming? Is, is yeah, Edson's here. Yeah. But, but it's his well. second okay. time here, if I remember correctly. Yeah, this is actually, yeah, it's his second time with us. Um, 2012, I think it was here. Yeah, he started actually in 2011. Okay. Um, and the reason why we have him out here is because Pata is such a globally recognized brand that it's, there's not one streetwear label in South Africa that cannot claim that they've been inspired by them at some point. Mm. Mm. Then we have our friend uh, Sergio Musta from Zurich, Switzerland, and he uh, is the founder of a show called Sneakiness, which is um, happens in Paris, Zurich, Warsaw, Amsterdam, and a couple of other places. It's the biggest sneaker convention in Europe. Yeah, so that's like that's those that's a lot the people. Of people. Yeah. It's a lot of people, lots of knowledge sharing. And just a real good platform for people to share ideas, but also to understand how we can infiltrate international markets. I think that's one of the, the big things that um, we need to talk about. And with people like this is, yo, if I want to have my label or my designs or whatever seen outside of SA, what is, how do you recommend that happen? I think, yeah, that's one of the key things we need okay. to talk about. Cool. Any any sort of government support? Any sort of um, you know? Not right now. Not right now. Not yeah? right now. Plans in place. Um, you know, I think that's sort of part of the long term vision. Mm. Um, up until now, we've really been doing it on our own. But I think now that we've got proven case studies, we can go to government and talk about, yo, know, so this yeah. is what we've done. Support packages. And it's also about, you know, looking at how we can do with through the. F- Support of things like the DTI and whatever else, how we can operate at other trade shows that happen internationally, internationally. and give right. yeah. that platform to South African and African brands. Cool. Okay, I'm sorry, but Jeff still hasn't answered our question. Jeff, can we get some of your podcasts? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, they're they're really raw, super raw. I mean, we're let's using go. we're pretty using some pretty crappy equipment at that time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. let's go, let's go. We, we want to get into it. We, we want to. You want the podcast? Yeah, because I mean, he's ahead. Mm. You know, you gotta respect game. Game yeah. respects game. You know. I mean, say. You know, if I can say something for me, podcasting was platform. Mm. You know, um, and a, a bit of what I'm going to be talking about tonight is that is the idea that you know, it, it could be standing on a soapbox. It could be getting on a radio show like this. Mm. It could be doing a podcast. It could be writing a letter. It could be making a zine. At the end of the day, it's all platform. And for me. Ten years ago, in trying to get my voice or at least my my viewpoint of what was happening within within sneaker culture and street culture at that right, point, right, right. you know, I, I wasn't a designer. I didn't own a store. Mm. I was a fan. I was a collector. I was a head. Yeah. And the podcast just came together because I found two other guys locally. Okay. Um, one guy's name's Frank the Butcher. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He runs a label called Bow Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business as usual at Boston mm. and. The and butcher, mm. and be soon. Frank would be amazing down here. No, no, we've been way. we've been wanting Frank. So okay. he's, he's oh. on that list right there with Burn Rubber. I can oh definitely get Rick down here as well. Yes, one hundred percent for sure. But you know, for us, the podcast was you know Frank was doing his thing, I was doing my thing, and, and Rob at the time as well was with us, and it was what we used to get our voice out there. And right. we and we just recorded them. We didn't expect anybody to actually listen to it, but you know, after the first episode. We actually set up like an 800 number, like a toll-free yeah, call yeah. number where people oh, leave messages. Yeah, yeah. We, we see that on the movies all the yeah, time. Yeah, you probably do. Yeah. You must oh, have the equivalent here too. Oh, 800 five, five, five. Exactly, that kind of thing. Yeah. And people would, and I remember after the first or second episode, people were leaving voicemail and we were blown away. And I think after like the fourth or fifth episode, Bun B from UGK left UGK, voicemail. Sheesh. 
And we were like, why the, how the hell is Bun B listening to the show? Bun B's a you know, And again, you know, what it, it just brings it back to the fact that this was the platform we decided to use. And, you know, we got very lucky that people were listening. So I, I have a, a very special place in my heart for radio yeah. and for podcasting especially. So, okay. what, what advice would you give to like a young O who is not necessarily like a designer, yeah, but he's like, yeah, he's ahead and he's into his thieves and he's like knows all about that stuff. But who's from Joburg? Because like the, I think the main difference with you guys and us is the accessibility to like resources and stuff like being sure. able to get like good internet and like have like a fucking SoundCloud or something to upload to yeah. or whatever. A lot, a lot of us decide they don't have that shandies. Like it's hard for them to get their hands on that stuff. But like they've got talent and skill and they still like they're willing to do the work. So how would you? How would you advise someone on, on getting this stuff out there who doesn't necessarily have like financial backing initially? Or yeah, I don't. I don't actually think you need much money to do it. You know, I don't, actually I don't think you need any money to do it. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, was that me? Sorry about that. Um, I think just getting your voice out there, be it on you know, again, I hit the, you know platform again. You know, is it is it Twitter? Is it talking on? Uh, is it talking on chat? Um, you know, anywhere that you can get your your opinion across is is really quite important. That's what it comes down to. And the big thing for me is whatever you have to say, just make sure that you can validate it and stand behind it, yeah. and that your opinion comes across uh, exactly how you want it to come across. Right, right, right. And then you know, people people will listen and, and really respect what you're saying. Um, it's probably going to take some time, but. I, I certainly, you know, you guys have some issues in terms of internet speeds, but yeah. that that shouldn't be the thing that stops yeah. anybody from from getting out there. You know, I, I would just recommend that everyone, you know, if you're a writer, write. If you're an artist, uh, paint, illustrate. Um, you know, just just keep pushing because people will listen okay. and people will pay attention. Okay, okay. Uh, now let's get to our favorite part. Uh, I know you and I will speak about this the whole day, but all right, magazines. Oh, very fun place for me. Hey. You love magazines. You've been doing it for a while yourself, right? I love magazines. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think of magazines and I can just collect. My, like my house is just magazines, books, magazines, you know. And some I've never even read. Some I don't even know. Like I'll go to China, Japan yeah, or whatever or, and just, just grabbing. Swipe them up. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think magazines are amazing. You know, it's a platform that a lot of people, at least in the United States, have, have been seeing a little bit of a depression. You know, there's a... In the in the magazine world, there's a lot of layoffs happening. Mm, um, mm. You know, from my own personal perspective, I was making zines as a kid, and that was really fun and exciting. You know, now that we have uh, High Snobiety specifically, you know, we were now that we have a magazine as well. We've been doing it now for four years. Okay. Um, the magazine was always a complement to the online side. It was yeah. never a primary focus for what we were doing. Uh, right. And I think that that was quite important because we. You know, we we did what we could in 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 getting photographers and and writers. A lot, all the content in the magazine is exclusive to the magazine. It's we're not repurposing that from the online side. But uh, you know, I think that there's, we're not the but, only. But do you do you take what's in the magazine and put that online? We do that. We definitely. But go you don't on do that it side. the other way around. No, I mean the magazine is pretty exclusive in terms okay. of what it has. That's cool. Um, that's and that that's you know it's been a really interesting tool for us. The one thing you learn when you make a magazine, as I'm sure you know, is yeah. you know. Advertisers' eyes open up very differently when you tell them you have something physical, yeah. versus just having uh, online. something online. Yeah. Something online, yeah. because yeah. you know, you know, for better or worse, the industry still sees print, radio, TV as being the top three pillars Mediums. of importance. You know, yeah. so 
Um, sure. But we so you guys it. got the same problem. We have, yeah, we we certainly have the same problem. Okay. Um, it's nice to know we're normal South Africa. We yeah, are normal. Of course you are. Absolutely. Yeah. But magazines are amazing. What mag should I be reading while I'm down here besides uh, Black? Nah, that's that, I think that's, that's, it. I think that's, that's it. That's the only one that's actually. It. I, they, they aren't, they aren't moving, yeah. moving swiftly along. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what I want to argue is, is, is I think just the the back end, how how the just from in terms of content generation and making sure that content that you do, the kind of shoots that you do, because um, I think all of that, all that is quite lab- labor and resource intensive. It is, yeah. Um, and I think that's the part where. That's really where I would be very interested to know how you guys go about making that making that work. I think we're in a lucky position. We get we get a lot of emerging photographers, a lot of emerging writers that come to us that want to that want to express their vision or voice. And we've been uh, I think we've been a really good open door to new creatives that are looking to um, to get involved. So. Okay. We do, a, you know, we, if you go through the magazine, there's some known names, um, some known photographers. But for the majority of the folks that are working on the mag and producing content, they are uh, emerging creatives. Um, and we're very lucky that we get pitched a lot of those stories, too. So, uh, but, we, you know, like Note anything you sell. What do you, what do you think makes it like that? Because it, the, there are a lot of, like, online spaces and publications for... Because here, like, in Joburg, or in, just in Bramfontein, for instance, there's, like... A shitload of photographers, videographers, guys who illustrate, and all and all sorts of stuff like that, and they they don't they don't feel like there's any place where they can take this stuff to. Mm-hmm. So like, what what is what is it that you think sets your like snobiety and selectism apart from like the the whatever the other publications? So that like, because yeah. I'm I'm assuming that a lot of these dudes come to you like like for free. Like, do you just put it on anyway? No, or what, we, or you do you pay them. Yeah, we, we certainly pay production on a majority of what we do, okay. for sure. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, create, creativity is valuable. You know? <laughs> for sure. And we for certainly, sure. you know, certainly we have taken jobs where people have produced some amazing stuff for us, but we, we definitely do our best to get and help cover production costs. Yeah. Mm. You know, again, the magazine for us is not a primary Okay, uh, and, and you keep may, stressing may, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're an yeah. online company. Look, I, I, I guess my point as well was also for even even from 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 an online space as well. As okay, much as there's there's a, the question is directed at print, but I think we recognize that print is obviously. I mean, sorry, online will always be you know um, the way forward. And I think that question was more towards the online okay. space and and the content that you generate online. Yeah, we certainly pay for it. Yeah. We certainly are paying folks to do video production for okay. us. Uh, photo shoots and the such, mm. um, and quite frankly, you end up getting a better product that way mm. most of the time. Yeah, but you know, there are still cases. You know, even when we were when we were starting up, where we certainly would take work from folks that were trying to get their name out there. Sure, mm. um, but yeah. it's got to be dope. Obviously, dopeness is a must. Yeah, yeah, that's the hard part. There's a lot of crappy stuff. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of crappy stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. And the amount of great stuff out there, it's kind of hard to kind of go through it and find it. But so, when you do, it's amazing. Okay, so this next song. Oh, I, I love this. We're back on yep, this. You're back. Love. We're back. Let me get ready. Okay, we're ready. Okay. Are you ready, Jeff? Are yes. you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, so Jeff, my Jeff. Mchefino. In fact, let's give him a name. Is it Jeffino? Jeff, my Jeff. Mchefino. 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 sounds almost Brazilian. Actually. Jeff. Jeffino. Jeff, what's, what's your name, Hakim? What do, what do you give? Hakim. No, what did you give him? <laughs> Jeff, my Jeff. Jeff Majef. Jeff Majef. Jeff Majef. Yeah. Okay. Hadi, what's your name for him? Let's take a vote. Brachev. 
Rajev. Rajev. Okay, Pokosi. Jeff Wabantua. Jeff Wabantua. No, 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 no. Unless Jeff leaves his wife in South Africa, then we can call him Jeff Wabantua. Because I see the ladies at Cliff Central were eyeing Jeff out. Wow. Jeff came with his wife, so behave yourselves. Please, let's close the screens. Behave yourselves. There we go. And then I say Jeffino. Jeffino. You must vote. Jeff, Jeffino, fan. Ah, see why the show is named after a great. Okay, let me just move on. Can we move on? Yeah, let's play the song, yo. Play the song. So, 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 let's get this right. Jeff, picture this. We've got some crazy people whose talent like couldn't be contained in South Africa, so they went overseas and started singing crazy stuff. Okay, now it's back on our shores. It's now international. Right, 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 right. Jeff, 
Heavy EDM influence. Okay. He should be playing the big stages of the big parties in the United States. Yeah. That's that's that, the that's sound. That's the funny part. They signed to Universal International, not ah. even Universal South Africa. Eh? Wow. And where? Do, sorry, where did you say he left for a while? Where did he they, go? So they couldn't get a record deal in South Africa. Yeah. So they left for a couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, spent some time in, in your city. Okay, cool. And now they're back in our country and they're international now. And it's taking off. And it's taken off. Yeah, even in the, I mean, that's a sound I heard a lot on the on the radio yesterday as we were driving around too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I'm looking at a photo of him right now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Jack Barrow. Jack Barrow. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And sorry, how do you pronounce it? What's his name again? Jack Jack, Jack Perro. Jack Perro. Yeah, cool, we, we just we out. just localize it. Jack Perro. Jeffino. Yeah, I like Jeffino. It's gonna stick, I think. Yeah, Jeffino. So cool. when they ask you what your name is, just say I'm Jeffino. I'm Jeffino. Jeffino. Yeah. It's very international. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you brought something cool there with a uh, Hoji Yamamoto. Yeah, that's a it's a issue. Uh, what is that? This is High Snobiety Magazine issue nine. <laughs> Sure. Uh, that I'd love to share with all of you here. Can we keep it? Can we Good keep Lord. It? Of course you can keep we, it. We are putting, wow. I'm going to put a picture of this thing up on, on Twitter. Black Life. Black yeah, Magazine. Thank you. You need to, no, like, you're welcome. Thank you. And, like, you people need to see it. That's why I'm, I'm telling you. I can, you know. It's just not, it's not normal. I can up the ante a little bit. And? And, um, yeah, I mean, I could send out a, a grip of copies to folks if no. they, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to capture some mailing addresses, I can certainly send out. A grip. You heard that. Uh, Nobody magazine to only folks. On only on Cliff Central. Black Black only on Black Life. This is Friday. Jeff Carvalho said it. Like, his I, damn I think, self. I think the next show is in trouble. O'Neill is in trouble today because like, this is going to be a tough act to follow. Like, this is going to be tough. Jeff Carvalho, Nobody. That thing looks like an encyclopedia uh, of cool shit. Yeah, it's it, gotten. It it's gotten a little thick. It's gotten <laughs> thick. O'Neill. Yeah, I mean, it's a good mix. I hope you guys like it. Yeah. Tish, O'Neill, you guys are in trouble. I mean, this, this show is killing it right Beyonce now. Beyonce magazine. I don't know how you're going to do it. I really don't know Consider how you're going to do it. You know? It's crazy. I mean, Jeff, but visually, I mean, visually, aesthetically, mm-hmm. and aesthetically, I think this guy should come back to South Africa. Yeah, oh, I, I just, yeah. I you don't just, have to worry about that. I, I just back. think, I just, just, yeah. dude, you need to be back in South Africa. Thank you. Because it's, I mean, how do we... You know, I'm looking at just the cover and. Yeah, thank you. That's really cool. You know, we're an international team. Like I said, you know, we're in Berlin and, and New York. Um, but the creative direction for that magazine actually came from our man Edward down in Hong Kong. What? So yeah, we're. It's interesting how we're able to kind of all connect over the internet. Um, in some respects, it shows that you all don't have to be in the same place to get stuff done, and that you can. Yeah. You can certainly have a community of, of a, a global community. Um, I mean, you, okay. Truth be told, you looked at our magazine and you were like, "So, hmm, no, how that's long, not true how at all. long has this been going for?" And I could see you were like, "Hmm, I could do this, I could do that, change this, change that." That's not my forte, actually. I mean, I looked really. At, no, no. I th- for me, a lot of my job is um, really just kind of doing discovery and 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 figuring out what's what's interesting that's and what's next. Because yeah. mm. getting paid for it. We certainly work hard, so okay, we should okay. be getting paid for it. Okay, okay, um, okay. Sweet things. And but you know, I I really I can't take all, I can't take any credit for this. I mean, I can take a bit of credit, but our team really are the ones that put this together mm-hmm. and, and make it the product that it is. And uh, yeah, I'd like to shout them out because they're they're all amazing out there. Yeah, so, yeah. So so let's send a shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to the team in New York City, Elaine Thomas, holding it down. 
uh, Berlin. We have way too many people to thank there. David Brock, um, Pete in Montreal. Okay. And okay. of course, shout out to the Raised by Wolves man out there. Pete, okay. Pete does a brand called Raised by Wolves out of Montreal. That's one of the reasons he'll never leave. Are they here at Street Cred? This? <laughs> Not this year, but their product will be available. Okay. In the new year. There you okay. go. Okay. So, yeah. That's Hardy Mac. And uh, Lena, my girl Lena, holding it down in London. We love and, you, Lena. And of course, uh, Edward in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I'm probably missing a few people, but. We're we're a pretty big team. So. Okay. But guys, thank you for the kind words. That was really nice. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. So so you you said something at the beginning of the show which kind of grabbed my attention, and you said creativity is what? What did I say? You said creativity is expensive or something. Uh, creati- creativity should be paid for. That's for sure. Okay. You know, I don't think. Okay. And when I I guess when I when I say expensive, I mean that you know I really am a firm believer that people should get paid for. The work that they do, yes, and their ideas. Listen to my lemma there. Eh? Yes, and uh, nationalize that thing. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, you know, if you're coming, if you're getting off the ground, you know, don't. I would not expect to get paid a fortune. You know, make sure mm. that your voice is heard and that people begin to see your work and respect it, and they will find value. They they certainly will find value. <laughs> Mike, I've got a I've got a really personal question to ask, and I'm sure I know a lot of publishers, especially in the on the continent, would would want to really find out is how do you go to advertisers and make street look cool? Because I'll tell you where I'm coming from. Predominantly, street culture has always had a gangster, you know, type of connotation to it. Now. It's gangster. It's street. It's 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 unorthodox. It's not measurable in terms of numbers. I don't. Maybe online is different. It's a bunch of kids. You know, yeah. corrupt kids wearing shorts and leggings. Yeah, I mean, putting things in their ears. And mm. I look at yes, high snobiety, and I look at selectism, and I get the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, we have been around for a while, and the the, the one aspect of our business that. You know, we don't really talk about is that those first three or four years that we were working on snob and selectism, uh, especially David David Fisher, who who founded it and is my partner in um, in Title Media, which is the holding company that we that w- the name that we use to for the holding company. You know, right. there was a lot. There was a long time where we had no access. We had no access to brands, and when we would cover a new product. There would be pushback from brands, you know, yeah. like, "What do you guys? Who are you guys? What are you doing?" There was right. a very, there was, there was a misunderstanding of exactly what the value there was to a a blog or a website that was talking about this culture because they saw it as, in some ways, almost destroying or hurting their marketing. Yeah. When we would say have a preview of a new Nike that was coming out. Yeah. And something happened, at least for us, around two thousand and seven, two thousand eight. Where I actually remember the first phone call I got from a guy at Nike, and he wasn't—he was on the social media side, so that kind of makes a bit of sense there. And he's like, you know, I really love what you guys are doing. Let us help you help us. Hmm. And I think that was a big wake-up call for us when we understood that as a business, it was time for us to really begin to build the relationships that we have with with footwear companies or clothing yeah. brands, so that they had a better understanding of what we were trying to accomplish right, and, you right, know, right. and who the audience we were talking to. Right, so right, right. I think once we got the support of the brands, that really changed a lot of things. You know, um, it's, it, it really can't be understated how you know, having those relationships will benefit you. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, you know, how do we make advertisers understand our culture? You know, quite frankly, when you look at the online side, they probably look at numbers. Most ad agencies, yeah. they want to see metrics. They want to yeah. see that return. Bloody matrix. And we certainly, you know, we certainly have that. Um, yeah, I guess we just got to keep talking to them and convincing them and giving them a point of view. I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm here, maybe, is just to... Mm. to you know help people better understand how we've grown as a business and what we've done and mm. you know that that same kind of conversation happens every day with brands you know mm. in new york city i'm sitting with everybody from bulgari to uh to the nikes of the world right, to right. car to car companies in your t-shirts and your cool pants and i mean do, do, do you ever put on a suit I actually had a suit on. You lie. I had a suit on, but it was a Halloween party. So oh, I had ah, then you had sneakers ah. on. You probably had sneakers on. I, actually, I had a pair of. You guys know the Cole Haan Lunar Grand? Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, like a yeah, dress yeah. shoe yeah. that has like the Lunar Lawn technology. Yeah. I had yeah. those on. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That was your Halloween costume. Yeah, we went I, swag. Well, the problem was I had to you either had to wear a costume or you had to wear formal wear. So, so. you just ripped us off, huh? Guys were in suits the whole day, the huh? whole time. <laughs> But we're learning here. Jeff, I just had a tweet from someone saying, I, I, I run a fashion blog. Mm-hmm. And um, how do I go about it, trying to get numbers whilst trying to make a living off blogging? Yeah, it's really hard these days. It's really hard. It's trying to build numbers, you mean. Yeah. That's what they mean. Um, without just, being controversial, by the way. Without being controversial? Yeah. I just got to keep pushing and being on the phone and talking to folks. Quite frankly, getting on shows like this is quite important too. You know, again, just get your voice out there and do what you can, and you know, reach out to folks like us and let us know what you're doing. Okay. Um, maybe the first hit doesn't work, but you know, one thing when people pitch us, we always say, if we, you know, if it's something that we end up not going down with, you know, we'll say, we don't say we'll pass on it specifically. We'll say let's let's see what happens with the next initiative. Let's see what the next thing is, and we'll keep talking and building. So, yeah, keep pushing. I I got one last question. Could say it's kind of personal as well. Just um, <laughs> taking from like what you what you said you experienced um, in terms of finding it difficult to make agencies and, and and marketing and advertisers like understand your point of view and mm-hmm. where you're coming from and stuff. I, I watch a lot of Kanye's interviews where he's like almost like boxing the person that he's talking to because he, he's he's trying to express a certain level of frustration, which like I guess he feels like they don't get. Do you do you think, and I, I mean not not just him, but people in that industry and in that tier of media and and product making and idea packaging, do do you experience those types of problems which which he expresses? Uh, in terms of people trying to understand his his viewpoint, yeah, or his I frustrations. Mean, the, I mean, like cumulative, like the viewpoint, his frustrations, him being a, a product person and trying to get that across. Yeah, that type of thing. I can't speak for Kanye. Because he's an incredibly vocal guy, but um, yeah, I mean, again, and we don't have the answers. We just want to keep pushing our message and get people to hear what we say. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, you, you got to fight for your space. That's oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's Jeff, important to know. It's been real. Thank you so much, guys. It's been amazing. Wow, it's been, it's been dope. really, really it's the real. Dopest show ever. And I love yeah. the musical education that I've gotten here. Yeah, it's not going to stop. So, so you are today uh, at uh, your speech in Conhill. Yes, sir. What that's time? Correct. What time do we start? We notice how yeah, no, we no. start. We. Yes, no, no, duly noted. Um, <laughs> actually, in the next 
20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, boy. The master classes are starting. Have so, we got but, like but a police uh, brigade? I, I, I no, no, no. The, your, your brigade is ready. Don't worry. They're okay. ready. We got a okay. convoy of black cars. Convoy of black, black cars. That's what we do. <laughs> Jeff's in a black t shirt. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't fuck around. Jeffino. Jeffino is in a black t shirt. Well, well, we're closing down the show. <laughs> with another jail. Women's Jail Constitution. Oh, please. Keeping it real.